genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I am every week, with Sean Petit. What's up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Hey, all. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, uh, we, we, we could probably ruin them for you. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you some timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything you need to skip. Our top story today is X-Men number 13 by Jonathan Hickman, Mahmoud Asrar, and Sonny Go. Yeah. Just cool. one top story this week. Just the Just one. one. That's all we yeah. really need. Just I mean, at the end story. of the day, all we ever care about is Tennis Swords, right? Uh, yeah. We, everyone knows I mean, we're going to talk right about now. it anyway. I think I speak for everyone when I say that we are 100% an X-Men podcast. It's we true. are not an X-Men podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you should tell that to us and all the X-Men books we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we are not just an X-Men there podcast. There you go. That's, that's the kicker, yeah. We are mostly an X-Men <laughs> podcast. We're not Anything even but. mostly. It, we're, just, we're mostly now because there's like a big, giant X-Men, X-Men event. Uh, yeah. There's, there's all these swords to talk about. Yeah. All I 10 know. of them. Dude, I can't wait. So how are so y'all doing this week? Whew. It's been a week. We've had an it's adventure, but we're here now, <laughs> and I'm happy to be talking to you guys. It certainly has been seven consecutive days. I'll oh. say that much. Which, I mean, I has it, though? Too. Because I don't yeah. even know anymore. I uh, Today was fun because at my job, me and my coworker went through the like stacks of of comics of like people that haven't like picked up their pulls and every single time we called someone it was like no it was there a couple weeks ago it's like no bro we haven't seen you since july (laughs) (laughs) and they're just like i could have honestly sworn that was i was there yesterday (laughs) (laughs) it's been five years it was just varying degrees of like what has my life become and you have same same one in your bin what you've done is you've just shattered. You've just shattered the reality of every person you called. Yeah, honestly, like, which oh which really god, truthfully means three months. Holy you, sh- like, oh my god! Everyone needs to have a weekly routine to maintain their sanity. Like, if yeah, it absolutely. if it is the com- I know for Sean specifically, it's the comic book store. Yeah, like that helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, listeners, give yourself something you do every week. For me, it's my watering my plants. That's my weekly routine. It grounds me, keeps me. As sane as I possibly can be. You probably possible. do that more than once a week, though. Um, Depends on what they are. Yeah. Depends on the plant. I have I have some that I do daily. Don't don't man don't plant splain to me. <laughs> She's teaching her plants how to survive. Don't man things splain. <laughs> man things. Uh, Get it? Because yep. he's a he's a yeah. plant. Yeah. Boy things do things to her. All right, it's much more gentle. <laughs> Um, my car is finally fixed. I Woo! allegedly. Um, we'll find out when it rains again. Yeah, I don't want to hear that text. <laughs> I don't want to see that text because uh, I would just feel so bad if it doesn't. If it's not fixed, uh, honestly, if it's not fixed, I will feel bad because <laughs> the this guy at the dealership that dealership that I've been working with on this problem has been such a good sport about this whole thing and i and like they've had to eat the cost of a lot of pretty costly repairs because they didn't get this right the first time and Mm. and if i bring it back to him he'll probably 
not have a job anymore. If, or you won't have I don't a want to do that to him. If you feel bad, is that some kind of like Munchausen by proxy? Like you're just trying to get the thing done that needs to get done. You don't need to feel bad. Like no, I get it. But, but like like I the last thing he wants to hear on on the other end of his phone is my voice at this point and i just don't yeah, want to have to do that, to him. that or you'll show up and be like where's my car and be like oh i threw it out <laughs> yeah you don't have I got in bad we're just pick one out you could just have a new one like i've done <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i i am gonna need to get it detailed because it's got a bit of a funk in it now now that oh, it's been wet water? this many times so that's Especially in your car it mixes with like your funk and like oh yeah, it's such a disgusting smell. I mean, it's it's not it's not a bad funk yet. So I got I got to get it to someone to detail you get it, it there like before like a hot day. Yeah. Dairy funk. Terry <laughs> funk. Dude, if I had Terry funk in my car, I would have no problems. That would be the best. He's just oh, always good. riding shotgun. <sighs> Hanging out the passenger side. Saying things in that really Terry Funk kind of way. <laughs> like, I'm going to change the radio. It's like, no, Terry, we've been over this. Yeah. It's that was a bad Terry Funk, Funk TLC, impression. Uh, that was a really bad impression. <laughs> anyway, comics this week. Comics this week. Last week. Last week. Oh, last week. I, I do that every we're time. We're time traveling, Sean. Yeah, we're always time traveling because time is meaningless now. I so, mean, that is true. You're welcome. <laughs> So yeah, so we're 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 uh we're trying to tweak our our format a little bit here. So don't get yeah, don't get too. Uh, hopefully by the end of this, you will have noticed that our our runtime is a little bit shorter than usual. That is, don't be alarmed. Welcome. That is a purposeful change. We're um, gonna say that now, and this is gonna be a three hour long. <laughs> three yeah, hours this is our long longest ready. one yet. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're cut out the middle hour yeah so me saying it now just jinxed it absolutely yeah, we, we're yep. we're trying we're trying to tweak tweak our format a little bit we're trying to give you guys uh as as good of a show as we can yeah something um, a little bit more digestible yeah something you could eat in one sitting Ooh, you know what I'm tasty saying? sometimes you want to eat two burritos but you only really need one so we're gonna try <laughs> don't to you, you fucking tell me how to live my life <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, especially when it comes to burritos. So yeah, that's good I was just yeah. like, I'm pretty sure Sean would eat two burritos. Yeah. I would. But I've I seen you eat two burritos, but I shouldn't eat two burritos, and that's my point. <laughs> anyway, no, but, uh, hopefully, we're gonna have some pretty exciting stuff coming coming at you guys pretty soon. Yeah. So stay tuned. If you're uh, if you're new, welcome aboard. Uh, nothing's gonna be different for you because this whole thing's different for you. <laughs> Stick around. If you've uh, been enjoy here the before, ride. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank As you for always. listening. Also, I'm sorry for yeah. whatever it is that I'll I'm probably sorry about. I'll for whatever I say. Cause, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. I'm sorry. Same. Yeah. And hit us hit us up on the socials at, at last week's comics uh, all around. Um, yeah. Let you us guys. know what you guys think of, of our show. We like to hear from you guys. Absolutely. We, we love you guys. Yeah. Y'all. All yeah. Right. We like to let's, hear from y'all. Let's yes. kick this off. Thank you. <laughs> Who's got the list? What are we doing first? King uh, you're going first. King Tank Girl. Oh yes. So, um Tank Girl Tank Girl's been missing for a while, uh, in my comic book poll. Where has she been? Uh she's she's been floating around between publishers. In the, yeah. Uh, uh, I forget gotcha. who was who had her last time, but now she's was, officially on Albatross Funny Books where she belongs. It was it was Titan <laughs> Books. She, they they had a good run on Titan Books because um 
Titan Books was finally getting them on an ongoing numbering system, which they've literally never had. And I was starting to get excited about that. And then it was like issue four. Not it just I guess the pandemic made things kind of fall apart. Well, pandemic plus I think um, you know, a Brett Parson being such good friends with Eric Powell probably saw an opportunity to be on a publisher that he would like prefer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and probably brought, you know, the rest of the Tank Girl family along along with. So uh yeah, this is a good fit, like aesthetically like and vibe wise. And Eric Powell did a uh, a guest cover which looks amazing. Yeah. So um if you're like me Buy two copies. There you go. They were the only two copies at the shop. (laughs) Rip both of them apart so you can get the two posters on the inside because it's like a double. Yeah, if you're a soulless monster, you can do that. But anyway, this is by Alan Martin and Brett Parson. Uh, Brett Parson, as I was saying, is my second favorite tank girl artist under uh, Rufus Dayglow. And I know you're probably wondering. You're wondering. Well, that's just a hot take because it's not Jamie Hewlett. Right. Hot take. That's okay. I like Jamie Hewlett. I, I love uh, the work he's done on Gorillas, and obviously, like he created Tank Girl. Like he's he's part of the 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 backbone of Tank Girl. But there's just something about Rufus Dayglow and Brett Parson. They're just they've they've kind of rounded out the edges of Tank Girl and and really made it, you know, what it is today, which is totally. one of my absolute favorite books. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so in this issue, we kind of get we get two stories, which I, I like because this kind of goes back to the original format of Tank Girl, where you get it's like a variety show. You get bits and pieces, and some are ongoing series. Some are just like you get a page of of just Alan Martin prose with Brett Parson <laughs> artwork, and that's great. <laughs> right. So <laughs> right. so I I love that we're back in this format. This is a much more um, familiar Tank Girl format. So. We get two stories in this one. The first is uh, Tank Girl is trying to finish her Rangers of the Galaxy collection. Rangers of the Universe. Rangers of Mm. the Universe collection of action figures. And she's only missing this one that they only, there's only like eight in existence. And she finds out. It's the Groyal Skier. It's it's the, uh, the Boba Fett prototype. Right, <laughs> right. They took it off the market because it was too dangerous. Yeah, right. And exactly. she finds out that Booga bought one when he was a kid on vacation in what was it, Cornwall, England? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they just put the tank on a boat. They go to Cornwall, England, which was fucking absurd, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, they so just ridiculous. rolled up like it's fucking Normandy and yeah. just rolled the tank onto the beach. So, ridiculous. so in in just kind of fucking around in Cornwall, England, they blow up the stone that houses the sword in the stone, yep. and then uh, ipso facto. Tank girl becomes king of England. (laughs) And there you have it. Uh, I squealed at the first page of this, the first story, because it literally starts with a, just her lining up her five Rangers of the Universe action figures, which are very clearly He-Man. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, the, the, the galaxies have converged. Yes. And we have we have manifested this into reality because our our obsession with He Man combined with with Adam's obsession with Tank Girl just cannot be fucking contained. It's all that quartz we got, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, what? And it's charged. 
I don't know. Quartz makes magic happen, and that's what I, that's I, wish quartz I told him. I told him that that quartz is a crystal, and, and he's been losing his shit because his counters are quartz. That's well, there we go. Oh. Neither of us know much about crystals. I'll have them eventually. <laughs> I was just like, how much quartz do you have right now? Is- I'll have. Well, I had a bunch. <laughs> Tons. <laughs> so so yeah. Um, we we get a lot of really great Alan Martin writing in this. Um, he's amazing at writing insults, like, and just in the most simplistic way possible. Like at one point, Subgirl calls everyone "you bunch of humongous dicks," and it's like, (laughs) love it. That's great. And there's a there's a explosion sound effect that's just kabolics. Yeah, that was. (laughs) And then and then she picks up Excalibur, and it's all like wonky and zigzagged. Yeah. Yeah. Is but every, it still counts. Is every Tank Girl issue, like, kind of anthology-esque? Like, there's, like, mini-comics and stuff in it, too? Sometimes. Okay. Like, um, it, they they play with their own format so much, it's it's just kind of bonkers and crazy. So I liked it. The, the other half is they made a bunch of just comic strips about this, like, gang of ho-dad surfers from the 60s. And then yeah, they, it's like a total Scooby Doo uh, or whatever that other Hanna Barbera was the, with the shark was. It's like that Jabberjaw. Kind of, there you Jabberjaw, go. Yep. <laughs> so then the, the other story was they're they're on the run from like some like secret agent who's been following them and who's been after them, and they were Booga and Barney were playing cards in the hull of the tank, and Booga won this cursed charm that Barney had that. Grants oh. whoever owns it three wishes. Total, and, total Brady Bunch vibes. Right, and yeah. he just wished he was in California in the '60s, and then a portal opened up, and then both the tank and these guys chasing them end up in the '60s in California, and they end up making friends with the characters from this comic strip. So it's there just pure madness. Just the kind <laughs> of tank girl I love the most. Just pure insanity. I can't wait for more of this. Is this gonna be like a new ongoing or is it like a mini series? I mean, knows? it's at least a mini series, oh, okay. but it's a mini series in its own book. Yeah, yeah I don't. Seriously. I don't think I've ever had a Tank Girl with a number on it that had two digits on it. Like fair enough. Yeah, like they've never really had it ongoing. <laughs> they almost did on Titan Books, but now here we are again. Right. But right. this is the format that I've always loved about Tank Girl, so I'm all in. Cool. Heck yeah. And Tank Girl's the reason that me and Adam became friends, kind of. Yeah, I used to call you Tank Girl before I knew what your name was. <laughs> I'll I'll take it. I'll still accept it. <laughs> That's fair. Well, it's Good back compliment. when you still had the... Uh... To be fair, you brought a tank to work and we're like, <laughs> this is where I am. You, you had a Tank Girl haircut for a while. For, yeah, I had a Chelsea a cut. Stuff. That was pretty intense. Mm. That'll do it. <laughs> Just hopped in my work tank. <laughs> yeah, it would be so much easier to get to Willow Grove if I had a tank. <laughs> I don't know if it would be. I promise you, it would because I wouldn't stop for anything. Dude, That's I would fair. be in your tank girl gang if you were <laughs> That's uh, fair. a tank girl. <laughs> I think someone will yeah. call Ice T and get him to dress up like a kangaroo immediately. Yeah, I would be. I would be your gender bent Arnie or Barney. Um, <laughs> which Bar- Barney's kind of. Uh, yeah, she doesn't really have a gender. She's yeah. Barney. <laughs> She's her own the dinosaur. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the dinosaur. Yes. No. <laughs> no, I fuck you for saying. <laughs> this is my last oh, episode. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that was Tank Girl. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh man, 
Dude. So that brings us to oh uh, my God. our boy Daredevil. He is the best. Oh my God. Well, let's do it. Daredevil 23. 23. Uh, by Chippy, Chippy, Chip, 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 Chiru, Zazarski, um, Marco Chichetto, and uh, Marcio Menez, I think. Menez. Menez, yeah. Um, I know we talk about it all the time. Fuck, I love this book. <laughs> um, it's gorgeous. We you know, get- I actually, uh, not to like cut off your you know initial oh, description yeah. of the book. No, I, go um, for it. Uh, when I got my hair cut recently, I was talking to my hairdresser, who's a longtime friend of mine, and we were just kind of commiserating about how terrible the world is, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, she's like, oh, man, like, what are comics like right now? I'm like, I don't know, it's pretty tight. Daredevil's, like, taking down gentrification, and, like, <laughs> cops are quitting because of how bad all the other cops are, and, That's like, awesome. this is the best book for 2020, honestly. It Dude. continues to be, but... It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, they dive into um matt murdoch slash daredevil's ex-girlfriend kirsten mcduffie who uh they're together in the wade run um and how they kind of go into how no one knows who he is anymore because of the purple man kids purple children the purple children yeah he did a really good job of synthesizing some shit that didn't make sense from that that's actually from the soleil run so no, the, the so the purple Wade. man has his own Koopa kids now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's the Wade run. <laughs> well, the, the Wade run was because Chris McDovie when everyone knew that he was Daredevil, but it's then, both. well, the purple children and making that's, it. That's the end of the Wade run. I mm, okay, I believe when you. When the Soleil I, run starts, no one knows who he is. Well, and then he goes back and explains that it was uh, the purple children. Maybe that's why I'm getting him confused. Yeah, no, because anyway. like, because that was the thing is like everyone knew who Daredevil was at the end of Wade's run, and then the beginning of Soleil's run, nobody knows. And there, and it, we we just spent like ten or twenty issues just going like, uh, are they gonna explain that? And then they finally do, and that's it's, right. it's that's purple right. children. You're right. Anywho. You're right. You're right. Anyway, so it's, but um, it's not Mephisto. Uh, no, no, it's not. Basically, <laughs> not everything wipe. is Mephisto. <laughs> it, sh- it would make more sense if it was Mephisto, honestly, but. Um, this issue is fantastic. Um, the art is amazing um, yeah. in this, but we talk about this issue all the time. Uh, like, basically, Daredevil's going to jail now. Um, Kingpin is circling back to be Kingpin because, like, all hell broke loose, and he's like, "You guys can't be trusted to like handle your shit, so I got to take care of it for you." Or I at least have to name a successor, and he names a it's- grandma as as Kingpin. Well, he names the. Cry, uh, the head of the crime family of the of the woman that Daredevil was having Matt Murdock was having an affair with very <laughs> very complicated and messy story going the on the Labrie right family right yeah, is that I it I think that sounds right yeah yeah he's just not making good decisions he really isn't and has he ever he, no he's he always thinking it. with his dick number one it's true number two <laughs> and then feeling guilty about it because he's like he was raised Catholic <laughs> so he's every time he's made a decision he immediately he's regrets got a it nice costume design it's not a bad yeah. decision. That's true. That is, um, that is not the only outfit. good decision. Yeah, but like yeah. he's blind. Does he know that he's got a cool costume? <laughs> he, he doesn't know that it's dope. <laughs> is that how well, the I mean, 90s one happened? <laughs> yes, probably. That gray probably. One. The armored he one. He designed that one. <laughs> or the yellow or the yellow one from from this yeah, first. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so like this kind of going on basically it's like Foggy and Kirsten are trying to figure out how to keep this dude out of jail, uh, Daredevil out of jail, and he's just continuing to be Daredevil when he's about to go on trial. It's like, dude, what? 
are you a fucking like are you an idiot like what are you doing <laughs> um <laughs> Well, he's, he, he claims that he's trying to get shit under control yeah. in case he does go behind bars. But, but really, work. it's just more spiraling. Yeah, and he's like, just feeding into his own ego. That's all yeah. he's doing. Um, yeah. But he kind of knows up it with, too. Yeah, he meets up with Electra. She he gives him like a tip on like so, and then and Electra and like he kind of is teaming up with Spider Man. They have like a nice little bro moment, which is kind of cool because um, they they've been kind of at odds during this um oh that was really arc. good because spider-man cool, like really opens cool up moment. to him about like yeah i killed a guy once and then i pretended it didn't happen and i've always and it, and it been, like eats him up inside yeah, yeah. and he's it like i looked cool at you moment. and saw me and took it out <laughs> and, on you yeah and it worked and i feel so much better <laughs> <laughs> end of issue <laughs> Turns out repression you know, shit actually works <laughs> you know what i think i'm okay now <laughs> yeah this this felt like um we had been talking about like all the characters having a growth and trying to maybe be something that they weren't this issue very much felt like everyone is like why am i fighting who i am and yeah they're embracing back. their Daredevil's embracing it kingpin's like i'm kingpin and just beats the fuck out of hammerhead I'm oh, kingpin. awesome it's kingpin time yeah pretty much <laughs> um spider-man kind of does the spider-man and then um yeah and like the whole time that Foggy and Kirsten are trying to do this, they're like, you know who should really be defending Daredevil is Matt. Like, where the f- where is where's Matt Murdock? Obviously, because she doesn't know. And then at the end of the <laughs> at the end of this, his the twin brother got that got manifested in the annual that we talked about a couple weeks ago is just in the office as Matt Murdock now. So that's gonna be a problem. That's gonna be really <laughs> fucking bad because that is that is a fictional person that got got turned real by like a. I forget what the uh, some some type of magical thing. Yeah, it was uh, a magical ritual that he some did. Some type of magical ritual, and, yeah. and, and but he's also like he was it's unhinged. Quartz, yeah, it's yeah. Quartz. <laughs> <laughs> he was unhinged when he was just a fictional character, right. and now he's a uh, yeah. I and don't. He, that's gonna be bad. And on top of everything else, he's definitely not a lawyer. He's a bad lawyer so gonna, at the best. Like he's like the brawler. Yeah, but is he's he like, as bad as the space lawyer from New Mutants? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question because that's a. They should have a lawyer, lawyer. off. A lawyer off, which is which is just just a court trial. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that just a trial? <laughs> All yeah. trials are just lawyer fights. Dude, dude, that'd be so much more interesting if they branded like court TV as just lawyer duels. I mean, that that is just like Ace, the video game. Yeah. Uh, so, dude, go get Daredevil. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. I love this book. Uh, I'll so talk good. about it every single time it comes out. And if you're completely lost about the brother thing, go back and listen to whatever fucking episode it was we yeah. talked about the annual. <laughs> that yeah. shit was wild. That annual was great. <laughs> so next up, we got a Juggernaut. Juggernaut. Oh, Juggernaut was so good. Yeah. It's uh, Juggernaut 2 by uh, Fabian Nicieza and Ron Garney and Matt Miller, I think. So... Dude, yep. Hulk, uh, Hulk, well, they definitely they promised a Hulk versus Juggernaut fight, and they they definitely delivered because they beat the <laughs> shit out of each other. <laughs> they they sure beat did. each other into a mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's like a there's like a uh, sound effect where it's just Juggernaut screaming, and you don't even <laughs> see his body as he sails across <laughs> the map. And th- I yeah. like the one where it's like Chapau as he's uppercutting. Yeah, the Hulk, and then the 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 girl who's like narrating it. It's just like sounds like breaking glass, but that was the Hulk's jaw or Juggernaut's hand. <laughs> With King's yeah. like it was probably his hand. So <laughs> this issue had a really, really cool um, lettering effect that I can't stop thinking about when 
when Juggernaut and Hulk kind of like hit a point where it's really bad for Juggernaut and uh, D Cell decides to stop streaming and like help, um, she uses uses her powers to uh, slow him down and Hulk goes what? But then the the letters of each of the word are like spread out into their own balloon. Yeah, and it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like maybe one of my favorite effects of like any book this week. It's really, really interesting. Um I liked how her immediate reaction was, Holy crap, he's so much stronger than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I know, thank you. She's just sitting know. there streaming it. <laughs> yeah, which is great. Uh yeah, I just like yeah. how this whole time, like, Hulk was just like, yo, dude, you're just as bad as me, if not well, worse. <laughs> yeah, so they, they imprison him, and, like, the the ensuing, like, shit show that happens is so good. They, they imprison yeah. him just so he, they can put him in front of people to complain at him. Yeah, yeah like, they, they, they put him in an auditorium with everyone he's ever harmed. and Victims yeah. of Hulk or something like that. Yeah, and something they like, just, it's like a support group. They they each get a couple minutes on a microphone. The, the whole time, Hulk is just kind of smiling because, like, that really wasn't him. That was, like, the doofus Hulk. Yeah. Right, right. The infantile Hulk yeah. smash Hulk. Yeah. And, but, and like... He even, he calls it out, too, because he's just like, huh, I wonder who paid for all this fancy technology that could imprison me. Do you work for Roxon? Like, the evil, like, like oil company, basically, in Marvel Comics? And uh, they're all kind of like, uh, well, uh, and he's like, yeah, I thought so. And just calls <laughs> Juggernaut out for being a dipshit. Well, yeah, the, the, the whole time all these people are are, are airing their grievances to, the, to Hulk, Marco's kind of feeling all of it, because he's like, man, that could have easily been me. There's this good line too in the beginning where D Cell, um, Juggernaut, it's kind of like a flashback to the first issue where Juggernaut's like, uh, Juggernaut is like, you want me to, um, you know, star in your videos online? And he's like, and she, she's like, well, you know, people aren't sure whether Juggernaut is a good bad guy or a bad good guy. <laughs> it's like, you can show them. And it's true. Because I mean, I'm still not sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's, a, he's yeah. such a conflicted character, and I, I really like this series specifically because it's really trying to do a, uh, an interesting like character development of him and uh, he also we also get a moment with um, Xavier where mm -hmm. uh, he visited him in the hospital uh, before he got the new suit and um, uh, he's like are you you coming to check on me to you know see if I'm healthy enough to go to your new country and he's like no you you can't go it's like, you were not allowed oh, okay yeah, that, I, I guess like, I'll just go Ooh. fuck myself then. Yeah, like, Actually, we've also that's like there. So, some humans are allowed on Krakoa. Krakoa just has to decide. So yeah, like Xavier's you've just, just like, already decided for Krakoa that Kate, yeah. that that Marco's not invited. Like fuck you. I have like, to imagine that that's what most conversations with Xavier are like. Well, I guess yeah, I'll just go fuck fair. myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where Xavier just, just decides for you because he's a fucking prick. <laughs> that's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it'll be cool to see where Juggernaut. He's like just trying to like find his way. It'll be interesting where. And then he it, it ends in. with him being sued for the destruction of the construction company from the first one. Yeah, and then right. He's like, that can't be that serious. And then the like the there's like big letters for the next issue. It's like it's pretty serious. You guys <laughs> laughed. Yeah, because it's twenty five million dollars. It's like that's pretty serious. That got me way more than I thought it was going to. <laughs> that yeah. that's an Alan Martin move. <laughs> like, the, that kind of reflexivity, yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, that that like like sad, sad juggy. I'm calling him sad juggy. Because uh, like after like juggers. like basically the Hulk is just like yeah, everything you people are saying about me wasn't me. That was dumbass Hulk. That was Hulk Smash Hulk. But like look at Juggernaut over here and the Juggernaut like he he like. Hulk just like portals away somehow. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And then but... he's uh, yeah, he's like he's he was right. I'm guilty of the same things the Hulk caused, but he had an excuse. He had the mind of a child. I knew what I was doing every time I did it. And there's there's just a sad panel of them just kind of like, oh. yeah. All right, like all right. That... Hulk throwing out the legitimate excuses. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that hit me in the feels. Like it's yeah, it was rough. Oh, sad it's, juggy. It's interesting sad to juggy. get a character like Juggernaut and like care about him. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he's not just this hammer that it's people use. It's also funny cuz I was uh reading an issue right before this like yesterday. Uh it's an old issue from the 90s where uh the like they're all at the, all the X-Men are at the mansion and Juggernaut shows up and Xavier's like been arrested for onslaught and um he's like I'm uh I own the uh the mansion. So, you know, you guys got to leave and he's like in a business suit. <laughs> and then they like kick him out and he's like you know what no I'm, he's like with his lawyer on his shoulder and he's like you know what screw you i'm just gonna he like puts on the armor and then starts fighting them as they're trying to save cyclops's life because he had he's having surgery done in the mansion and Jesus he's just Christ. all fighting all of them <laughs> and like so like even when he's not just a like a straight like you know super villain he's just kind of a dick so <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's got that dick gene that Xavier has. Right, it runs in the yeah, family. it runs in the family. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> apple fair. doesn't fall too far from the tree. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Uh, well, the, speaking of dick genes, oh my uh, god, dick genes, <laughs> dick genes, uh, the I scumbag like number that. one. <laughs> <laughs> what the oh, scumbag? Oh scumbag number one by Rick Remender, Louis LaRosa, and, and uh, Moreno uh, Denicio. What was this book? Holy shit, man. Okay, Dude. number one, I just want to say I've met this guy like at so many different punk shows and at so many different dive bars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I may have lived with this guy for a short stint. Oh, for yeah. I, my, my, yeah, not, not far off. I'm not going <laughs> to say quite as bad, but not far off. So basically... Yeah. The premise of this book is just the scummiest scumbag you've ever met. Just like total like Lemmy in a dumpster vibes. Yeah, like okay. it definitely had a very specific vibe, and I thought yeah, because at one least li- like Lemmy Kilmeister had like fucking like he he was at least cool. Like this yeah, guy is all the aesthetic and the smelliness of Lemmy without any of it, the cool. It's like Lemmy if he sold his Rickenbacker to buy drugs yeah right <laughs> yeah this is the this is the alternate reality where he never became motorhead yeah he just <laughs> right. he just fenced the rick for like uh an eight ball <laughs> right which that could have easily happened <laughs> um but yeah so so basically the like the narrator is just telling us like this is the lowest of the low and like you know, basically, you're going to figure out if you hate him or not in the first five seconds. And then it just shows his interaction with some sex workers. And you're like, yep, there it is. I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. Uh, for and for me, proceeds- it was the the taking the um, Salvation yep. Army 
Yeah, because uh, he runs into his drug dealer and a drug dealer's like, yo, fuck off. And he's like, whoa, not, what about for your best friend? He's like, I don't even like you. Why would I be your best friend? And then uh, and then he he's like, oh, I don't have any money, though. So then he starts to leave the bar, sees the Salvation Army jug, and just steals it and pays for a fucking bag of heroin with just, like, nickels and dimes from the Salvation Army and, jug. And the whole time he's just trying to score heroin because... He knows he's going to shit himself in, unless he gets some heroin soon. Yep. Because that's a byproduct of heroin withdrawal is you get real nasty fucking diarrhea. Yep. Uh, so, so he manages to do both. <laughs> <laughs> he manages he to sure get the does. heroin, but Dude, not that, in time. That panel progression, I was like, what? Is, and I'm like, oh, oh good no. lord. <laughs> it's him standing outside of the of, of like out-of-order bathroom. Uh, just clutching his stomach in one hand and his fucking like bag of heroin in the other, and then the next, the big <laughs> middle, oh my God. The, the middle panel spread is him out on the sidewalk, pooping into the air with his pants around his ankles, <laughs> and just like, try- like his heroin spoon, like just while while heating up, up yeah. the heroin spoon, yep. and then it, it it describes that as being his rock bottom, as ever, as anyone's rock bottom, truly. I would hope so. I would hope so. But then, uh, of course, because why would we be Talking caring about, about this. this guy's circumstance if it wasn't <laughs> something uh, spectacular about to happen? Around the corner from his rock bottom moment is like a secret agent battle between these, this woman and this guy. And uh, they're clearly fighting for, you know, the the end of all existence, you know. But they're, they're, they're fighting over this, like, this this shot that I guess mm-hmm. has, like, n- nanites or whatever. In yeah, it. we yeah. find out later that it's nanotechnology, that if the, the good guy were to inject it in himself, he would have, like, x-ray vision and super speed and super strength and all these things that could, like, help him defeat the evil like secret spy organization that has planted a bomb that's going to kill all of humanity in like so, five minutes so this guy ernie our main character drops his needle and it rolls into this alley and then their needles get switched so because <laughs> this superhero do. guy just pounds a fucking <laughs> syringe of uh, probably dirty as hell syringe of heroin into his chest oh. thinking it's going to give him superpowers and just dies yeah, because he well, yep. he doesn't immediately die. He's just like, I feel the power. Oh, oh god! Oh, no. oh. <laughs> and then and, and then this and, this scumbag asshole ends up with the superpowers, and now he has to to stop this bomb. And in the ensuing chaos of of the main the hero injecting himself with the heroin, him and the villain just shoot each other in the face too yeah yeah they're they're just dead in the alley they're just dead (laughs) as hell in the alley so then it turns out that the nanotechnology also has this like he can now communicate with like home base like with i guess with the q if you will Mm -hmm. or uh m uh and uh the m is basically telling him like you have to do the thing to stop and he's just like What's in it for me? He just starts negotiating. <laughs> He's just like asking for like a flying muscle car and all the. He wants a Hunter S. Thompson uh, briefcase full of drugs and he wants like. Yeah, it's yeah. like what what? Who's the worst possible person to get a genie in a bottle? Oh it's, and God. it's this guy. Yeah. D- he yeah. wants dynamite nunchucks. <laughs> he wants a he wants a personal Judas Priest concert at his friend's bar. He wants a talking sex doll. 
<laughs> just like, and and she's like, fine, fuck it, whatever, fine, 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 fine. Just, just do the thing and, and save the world. The, yeah, go fucking. There's no yeah. time. Save the world. And exactly. so he's like, all right, <laughs> let's go do this. Yeah. Yep. This so, book was nuts. Fucking nuts. Uh, I, it's gonna yeah. get interesting, I'm sure, now that we have like the twist at the end. So like, I, I, I'll definitely pick up number two. But uh, I, I love expect- Rickermender, and like, if yeah. I have. A single complaint about Recommender, it's like hardly a complaint at all. It's that a lot of his books tend to be very heavy in a very beautiful way and a very like in a way that I love. Um, but this book seems to have so much more comedy than he usually injects into, like at least recently. Most of his stuff with Image has been a little bit more on the like emotional side. Um, so it's it's nice to see him just kind of like let it all out in just the silliest way possible. It's really good tight yeah so so now for some wholesome content uh because we get us out of here adam (laughs) truly wholesome content so (laughs) teenage mutant ninja turtles number 110 by sophie campbell and jody nishijima with colors by Rhonda pattison i didn't get to this one this was wow a lot of fun so So much fun it always is (laughs) yeah so the story kind of jumps around a little bit so, like, th- there were some things that I was just like, I don't know what just happened. Like, at one point, Donnie was fighting some kind of Cthulhu monster, and we didn't really get a catharsis on that. It just, like, inks him in yeah, the face and runs away. No, we do, because that's the Cthulhu monster that's in Hobbes' um, uh, lair, where Leonardo and the weasels go sneak in to, like, spy. Yeah, so there, there's an A plot and a B plot to this. Uh, the, the A plot is... Um, Raph and Alopex getting in a street drag race on some motorcycles with the Roadhogs. Mm-hmm. On a date also. And yeah, they're also on a date, which is the cutest goddamn thing ever. And the Roadhogs are a callback to the Palladium game. Um, specifically, there's a, a Palladium offshoot of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other strangeness called After the Bomb. where it's Which based- it... It is after the bomb. It is after the bomb. So the the Palladium nice. game, there's a, a like a nuclear bomb goes off and every, everyone turns into mutants, which is kind of exactly what we have going on in New York. So I I feel like Sophie's just been using the Palladium game engine to write this. Pretty cool though. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a I, great idea. I talked to her about it on Twitter a little bit, and yeah, she she more or less didn't like necessarily say that is true but also was like yeah, yeah. it is from that <laughs> so we, we get a lot of nods to a lot of the different um characters like uh punk frogs i'm super excited about oh i can't wait to see punk frogs yeah, they kind of drop that in a little what? bit um, right, i gotta read this issue so, but, but the b plot is um leo spying on hob and uh the the weasels followed him which is so cute. It's so cute. They they still miss Hob. It turns out, which is I love well, one of them they does. They do the art too of them sneaking around. Yeah, the art in this is just phenomenal. Um, this is such a great. I was so team. confused though because I thought the mutanimals, the original mutanimals, had quit, but we see Ray and um, and and the hermit crab. No, I think oh, it was just um, what's her name walked out. Uh, Sally. Sally. But I thought Sally said she was the last one. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, th- there was a, a few things like that th- that made me go like, wait, I thought. Yeah, I mean, there sure. could also just be multiple hermit crabs, right? No, no, not like with the hermit crab guy. That's like a dumpster. Dump- that dumpster the crabs and yeah, and that guy. manta ray. <laughs> um, oh, man, ray fillet. 
this also had another this this and juggernaut had my two favorite like lettering um uh techniques and the other one that was in turtles was when alopex she does the flag drop for the race but when she says go it's a there's a red light a yellow light and a green light before the word uh that's, oh, that's great awesome yeah I, I don't even think i caught that that's amazing yeah Oh, I, that is amazing. I really liked that a lot. I'll have to check that out. Those were like the two things that I was like, oh man, just playing playing with format like that. Really yeah, there's cool, a whole right? trend because like Tank Girl, there was stuff like that all over it. Like Kabbalah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's a cool little effect to kind of enhance the medium. It's always fun when they do stuff like that. Yeah, when you kind of you, you play with the space that you're you're working in, it's mm-hmm. always fun. And but, man, uh, man. oops, sorry. The, the artwork is fantastic. Um, Rhonda Pattison's color work is it really It flows great. really nice. Yeah. If we if those weasels get trained, they're going to be deadly though cuz they're so oh, quick. Yeah. Well cuz yeah, they so so Leo snuck away to do that and then the ninja snuck away to follow him or the the weasel snuck away to follow him because they just want to be ninjas like mm. they're like their dads. <laughs> and yeah, like he doesn't know that they're there until one of them, I think it was like Xana is the, is the one's name. He like sees Hob and is like, "Dada!" and then it, like runs out and like and the rest of them are like come back come back what the fuck what the pretty and he's like you doing? threw a net on me <laughs> i was like i know sorry <laughs> but then like you know leo like smash i was like really nervous i was like if those weasels are like kidnapped by hob again i'm going to come unglued i'm not emotionally stable enough to handle <laughs> the, the, the weasels being kidnapped uh but luckily leo gets them back real quick and then it has like a little powwow in the alley where he's like you guys did great you're such good ninjas i didn't even know you were there and they're like we did a bad thing and he's like you did a great job and i'm like i love you so much but the, the, the takeaway is they they find out that hob is planning a raid on their hideout of course he is of course he is yeah what because because the the cthulhu uh, octopus guy snuck in so easily that he's reported back to hobbin was like i could get in again it was super easy that's that's the payoff from yeah. him fighting donnie at the beginning it's like ink <laughs> he made inky but yeah i i i can uh, I, I, I can't believe how much more I'm able to love this series than I have been lately. Like, so good. Um, I just, I, I wish this was a weekly book, honestly, because I can't mm-hmm. get enough of this. Nice. Yeah. Yep. I need more Sophie Campbell in my life. Yeah. Same. I will, I will follow her to the end of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she and um, Tamara Bonvillain have an amazing friendship on Twitter, oh like they're and they're and they're both really good friends with Becky Clunan too, which is just like gives me life. Honestly, it's, it's the trifecta. It's and the I, only thing I care about in the entire world. I think I think they just hang girls out. Girls loving girls. Or at least they used to hang out together a lot before the whole pandemic. Like they would watch movies together and stuff. And it, it, it's just such a great little friendship to to kind yeah, of peek cool. in on on Twitter. It's I love great. that. But I would I would love to see Tamara Bonville and do colors on one of these books. It would be Dude, bonkers. That would be awesome. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, what else we got? Uh, Excalibur. Yeah. I Ooh, have Excalibur right. thirteen. Yes, part. Uh, wait, wait, what? What chapter, chapter is nine. this? Of, uh, chapter nine of Ten of, of Ten Swords. Swords. Mm. Uh, written by Teeny Howard and then art by R. B. Silva and Nolan Woodard on color. 
Um, this heist X-Men edition. Kind of. <laughs> Saturn Night just trying to get that sword in her stone. Oh, she she <laughs> sure <laughs> is. She sure is. Damn. Now that's an innuendo. That is fantastic. <laughs> RJ, how long have you been thinking of that? Uh, a little bit now. Wait, now, now I'm like flipping to the end of Excalibur to see if Tank Girl shows up in the circle <laughs> with Excalibur. <laughs> yeah, but nothing gets blown up with a tank. Yeah, right. There, to be fair, I, on the X-Men like sigil of all the different people, there are nine, not ten. We don't know who the tenth person is, so it's it gotta be Tank Girl. Could be it's Tank Girl. Definitely, definitely Tank Girl. They're, they're like, how did you get here? And they're like, Booga had two wishes left. <laughs> if Gwenpool can, if actually Gwenpool can meta herself as a mutant. Oh yeah, yeah. Booga is technically a mutant. So yeah, there you go. Well, he's more like a like a ninja mutant. So ninja Tur- turtles mutant. But anyway, so I guess yeah. the the main thing is these these issues that we've covered the last two weeks have been um, centered on different ca- on like specific characters getting their sword and you know going to the sigil and getting ready for the tournament. So this yep. this one is the the. Braddocks, um, and their story, because yeah. initially there was only one sword, and they're like, we have to get, we have to get another sword. And um, <laughs> Betty, the whole issue is like trying to pawn the sword of might onto Brian. He's like, no, I don't want to draw it anymore. I already messed up. <laughs> yeah, because I they don't keep, want it. Yeah, they keep going through the the way that someone becomes Captain Britain is that they're given a choice. They're given the amulet of right, right, might. Might they no? Because it's might amulet of right, right? Amulet amulet of light. I'm sorry, because they like rhyme. That. I know that much. It's an amulet and a sword. That's all you need to yeah, know. But if you pick the sword, you picked wrong because it's, it's, it's the sword you're of not using the amulet of right. There you yeah, go. There I was go. yeah good. Um. So yeah. So basically, if you pick the sword, you you have anger in your heart, so you're wrong. So so whoever gets that is like I don't I don't want the sword. The sword is shitty. Yeah. The, in the beginning of the series, we saw that he he messed up. Right. Because of exactly. Morgan, made him made him weak. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Betsy being Captain Britain as she is with the amulet, she she didn't have to have that choice. She just a, picked up the amulet. And, there's some right. really interesting narration in this issue about Betsy becoming Captain Britain because we haven't really had a whole lot of time with her as Captain Britain. And one of the things is like, uh, some of the narration is like, uh, you know, um, being a hero offers a different perspective but it's like loneliness when you're every when you're everything to everyone doesn't lead doesn't leave much for yourself mm-hmm. and like, yeah because she became captain britain and then the shit just hit the fan yeah and it's just been <laughs> continuing to hit hit the fan for an entire year yeah, so absolutely. like yeah no time to breathe and actually figure out if she wants and then this it or said not. she had hardly settled into her own skin before it was dressed in the colors of a nation which is really cool that like, is really cool. I mean, because she was in Psylocke's body. For those that don't know, if for God only knows how long she was trapped in Psylocke's body, uh, and then well, it's, yeah, mo- no, it's more referring to her being Captain Britain. Yeah. Well, no, but like she just became Betsy again, and then barely had time oh. to cope with being Betsy again when the, until like before she became Captain Britain too. It, yeah, was, it was both very things. Quick. Yeah. 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 It was like two issues in a row just like oh hey guess what i'm i'm a british lady and again you're captain britain and there you go <laughs> and, and we also get to see the uh the net the other sword being made which saturnine's like cool. i was just gonna wait but all right, all right and she just like goes to a like a a lake she has and just pulls it out she's pretty much just showing it off so she can bone this dude <laughs> well yeah she was trying to 
Yeah, she's, she's trying, trying to bone. It. And they're like, trying to bone Brian. Then <laughs> 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 he's like, "Yeah, but but my wife though." Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, I'm good. I'm, my, I'm good. Wife. Yeah, it turns out she's always had a thing for Brian Braddock because Brian Braddock has always been the Captain Britain. There, there when it, there was the the Captain Britain core, it was different Brian's from throughout reality. It's it almost yeah. is always him or some version of him. So she sees him as the only per- true Captain Britain. So mm-hmm. she's trying to coerce him into doing what she wants. And also fuck her. <laughs> Both things. And then it kind of turns into wait, like uh, fuck kind of, her or fuck her. No, like fuck. Well, she ends up. She ends up. Fu- he ends up fucking her over because uh, it turns into like a elaborate heist and now they have two swords <laughs> yeah now they, now they have both swords and yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so like basically he took her into the boudoir to distract her while betsy and jamie snatched well, they, the, they needed uh, her to the starlight ryan finally uh, draws the sword of might and becomes captain avalon because jamie is the king of avalon and was like you're mine you're mine yeah. i'm gonna call you captain avalon <laughs> i was like god damn it wait are, did we ever get that that team up with all of the Captain Britons where like Jubilee's a Captain that, Britain. That's they talk about that a little they talk bit about in this. It in this they, issue, they were so, all Jamie's yeah. creations when they uh yeah. remember when they get so rescued out- by Kate in the floating ship and then yeah. it zooms out into the ball and they're all in that ball because Jamie had all those multiple multiple dimensions. They're all from there. Oh yeah. they're, okay. they're all his creations. See, and, I, yeah, I, this this issue is the first time that's been addressed Saturday because Night, otherwise Saturday Night talks about them as kind of like abominations because they didn't yeah, choose much. the they didn't choose the amulet or the sword and also they're Jamie creations. So yeah, yeah, right. yeah. she she, she wants to like just Jamie. straight up murder those Captain yeah. Britons because oh. they because they shouldn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> and and she and she also <laughs> considers Betsy like a like unworthy, unworthy. Yeah, yeah but not like, so like. Not so upfront about not Betsy as specifically. As the other ones. Yeah, she's at least a brat. She doesn't keep Betsy in a crystal. Well, she, <laughs> right. by the end of the issue, she's just like, you know what? You go hang out with those abominations in in my dungeon too. Yeah, like she she does like banish her to the dungeon, and then Jamie breaks her out. So like she does eventually loop Betsy in with all of the other like half-assed Captain Britons, like like. Yeah. She doesn't. She sees her as a lesser than, and tells her so by the end of the issue. Right. But yeah, it's definitely a, a lot of really good character development for for Betsy that we haven't seen yet but since she's Saturday night done made all this. the rules. Like, yeah, Betsy. Has no, she's just being. She's just being manipulative. Betsy it's not has because. To go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty much all that's happening here. Yeah. She's very manipulative. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we get two more. It's, it's Betsy and Brian are, are in yeah, the so circle we got now. Two more swords. Yep. Two more swords. Two more yeah, we're getting closer. That ring's uh, almost full up. Almost. Um, we're almost and, it's almost and, bracket time. Yeah, <laughs> it wait, is. Man. That's that's next week. Um, and before we get to you know part ten of ten of swords, uh, mm-hmm. we got some shout outs. Um, first of all, I wanted to shout out um, Stillwater number two, if so only good. just because. Like in true Chip Zdarsky fashion, he, this one really leans into the horror, but he manages to have like one or two beats of like really good comedy in there too. Like he just in the middle of this like earth shattering like really serious shit, he just breaks the tension yeah, really it was, well. It was absurd. I, so I really, well written. I'm I'm a, I'm liking this book. I think it's gonna be really cool. The first issue was really good, but it was kind of just like leading up to the premise, and then now it's getting into like oh shit, this is actually like 
It's terrible. A fuck, it's a fucked up little town. <laughs> it's a little like, fucked up little town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In I, ways I, I wasn't expecting, which I, I think I is like really this cool. one a lot. Um, yeah. We'll probably end up talking as as a pick as this. Oh yeah, for sure. for sure. I just I feel like it needs to get its legs before Absolutely. it's like a true pick. I really yep. need want to see where it goes before I dedicate a lot of time to it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? I oh, wanted to uh, shout out Madam Satan number one. Ooh. Uh, from uh. Archie Horror. Um, this is from the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina universe. Mm. So it's a one shot of just Madam Satan usurping the throne of hell getting bored and then deciding she wants to torture the people of Greendale again. So like, (laughs) but that's kind of where it stops. So I don't know if that means we're getting chilling adventures back. Yeah. It really feels like it's a lead into a a A new new series, which has me stoked because they, they canceled the book when the show came out because I think it was the same writer. And now that the show's over, I guess they can start doing chilling adventures, which would be fantastic because that show kind of went down the shitter anyway. It got weird in the third season. Uh, uh, the whole the ice cream man thing was fucking cool. Like that. I didn't even get that far. You lost me at Satanists being misogynists. Yeah. They, well, I mean, <laughs> kind of goes against the whole thing. If you right? think about what happened to that show, like I get it. You, you would Satanists you would, being the villain makes sense because the Satanists tried to sue them. Yeah. Like a bunch of fucking narcs. They weren't the Satanists though. They were these <laughs> fake ass Satanists. These. Well, they were the Satanic Temple. Uh, anyway, that's a different podcast. Yeah, that, yeah. That's we, that's me and Adam. Uh, Casey too Satan today. Yeah, yeah, that's Satan today. I would watch that morning show. I would. I would give. Good morning with Satan. I yeah. would give their altar sacrifice a two out of ten. Oh, <laughs> piss poor. Oh yes, today Satan. <laughs> nice. Instead of not today Satan. Nice. <laughs> Anywho, no. uh, <laughs> uh, another shout out I've got was Skulldigger Skeleton Boy number five. Ah, mwah, this this book. Lemire, so, Jeff Lemire. That's all we gotta say. We could just. Oh my god, and Tansi, Tansi Zanjic. Oh um, yeah, that's true. Yep. Oh, holy shit. Great in this book. But this is totally the penultimate issue leading up to the big conclusion. So oh god, I yeah. I, I guess I like my brain just broke and I like didn't read this book either. I, it's fuck I ha- you. I, I, I bought, I bought wow. it. And everything. I just I just like didn't read it. I don't know how that happened because I fucking love this book. It's so good. I'm like yeah, so. You gotta... I'm ashamed of myself. Actually, quit quit the show and go just read it. Yeah, I'm just it. gonna read it now. So I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is great. Uh, kind of circling back to the spooky stuff. I wanted to shout out Shadow Service. Um, this is um. We talked about the number one. It's a it's a vault book that came out uh, recently. Uh, let me John Constantine vibes for sure. Yeah, John Constantine vibes, um, and it's kind of t- starting to get the premise. Like we were talking about, some of these issues have been taken a little bit. Sorry, I'm trying to pull the creator up. Um, it's by uh, Kavan Scott, um, Corwin Howell, and Triana Farrell. Um, basically this witchy girl that's had powers her whole life um is now being blackmailed slash recruited to work for the mystical secret service and has been recruited and she's kind of in that world now and it's like we're like fully into that and i'm like there's like there's demons there's witchy shit um there's like there's all this crazy stuff going on and it's like james bond with horror and mi666 yeah mi666 is the organization that's not a joke i'm making that's a joke the book makes i love it and it's it's perfect (laughs) it fits that vibe what they're going i'm um i'm a fan it's really cool (laughs) i would definitely check that out i'm hoping you know the more people that buy it the more we get of it yeah 
Yeah. And then and then uh for another another uh shout out, uh our golden boy James Tynan. Uh <laughs> Something is Killing the Children number eleven. Ooh. It's uh man. This book is this rough. book. This, this, yeah, it's very rough, but and I feel like this book is so fast paced. It's kind of hard to talk about on the show because, Agreed. like, it's not even necessarily what happens; it's the nuances of how it happens. There's so much. Like, really, if I were to just say, a lot happens without words. Yeah, it's it's the pacing, it's the look, it's the it's the the way it's written, it, everything mm-hmm. about the, the art, everything about it has this like really perfect aesthetic for what it is and i and i i really love it it's there's really nothing else that's scratching that itch in comics right now um it's definitely a book book. i and it's it's a book that i feel like if you pick up the trade you can just like fly through it super fast so like grab that book we haven't talked about it nearly enough on the show for how good it is you know what i mean you'll you'll tear through it in a good way you uh that's one of those i don't you won't want to put down yeah, uh, no, I'm a it's big fan. It's, it's like oof. one of the hottest books right now, and like with good reason. Yeah, like it, it deserves it's, it. Yeah, it deserves it. Mm-hmm. Okay. S- speaking of one of the hottest books right now, is it time? Fucking X Men. <laughs> <laughs> I need like Wait, an air horn. I thought we weren't an X Men podcast. We are an X Men podcast. We are not an X Men podcast. <laughs> <laughs> X Men number thirteen, right? This is yep. um, one of the last swords. Well, kind of. Well, this well, is maybe. the eighth maybe. sword. We're not quite sure, but yeah. This is the eighth sword. Uh, so, this is mostly Apocalypse, and I I love me some Blue Dad. I love Blue Dad. I love Blue Mom. Blue Mom was cool. Yep. So we learned all about Apocalypse's wife, Genesis, and... How badass she is. How fucking badass she <laughs> is. She's dumb. She is totally the dom in this relationship. He's he's a sub. Just imagine it, Apocalypse subbing to anybody is hysterical to me. Well, right. It kind of paints this context that his entire existence through the Marvel Universe is him trying to be good enough for his family. It is yeah. exactly what it Which is. is she cool... tells him his mission to make Earth, you know, the fittest that it can be to fight this right. battle when it needs to fight. And... Yeah, he's been trying this whole time. Yeah, which and, is, that's uh, crazy. Like, the whole concept of him being the lesser of the things that they're about to go fight is fucking bonkers because he's been, yeah. like, the 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 pinnacle so, of mutantdom. So, so we're long. getting ahead of ourselves. That's all yeah, the anyway, end of the book. So, ba- so basically, the book starts out, and it's him on the healing beds, as we saw um, a couple issues ago, mm-hmm. uh, after stamped. just getting his fucking ha- ass handed to him by Summoner and all of his kids. Um and it's him explaining what happened and how he got separated from them. So it's all told. Before that, like he's like healing. It's not quite working. And they're like, oh, you know, if we do this, this, and this, it might kill me. It's like, it might kill him. He's like, no, it would kill you. Just, just fucking do it already. And he's like, just fine. And I'm like, dude, he's so badass. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. They're like, uh, we have an egg, but it's not going to be ready anytime soon. So they just have to like force heal him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they pretty much just for because he's and he's they're like, oh, maybe it'll hurt him, and he's like, I don't know, I'm fine. Let's do this. Let's go. Yeah, and it. it takes like all of everyone holding him down and assisting the healer yeah. to like just keep him at bay. It's, yeah, yeah, it's fucking intense. It's cool. Anyway, um, continue. But yeah, then it then it flashes back to the battle with the I can never remember the name of these like demon creatures. I'm just calling call them Is demon it horde. The immense. Yeah, thank you. Um. And yeah, so so the Amenth are encroaching on uh, uh, Okara, which is the Arako and Krakoa when Before they were combined. 
before they were split when they yeah. were one nation mm-hmm. and um you know and it's him <laughs> explaining a negotiation of trying to bring these demons to peace so they have like a um a parlay with some of the demons and they bring out this fucking mask that is the only thing that can subjugate the demons like otherwise the demons are just pure incarnate chaos like they're just ravaging you know like just destroyers of worlds and the only thing that can like give them any kind of direction and keep them at bay is this mask and they pull it out and like put it on one of the demons and it it kind of has its say and and it, it explains you know what it wants but then it's just also just the body of the demon is just crumbling underneath also, it. Also, it's the mask that we've seen in Solicits worn by someone we don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty sure it's Genesis. Well, probably. 99% maybe. sure it's Genesis. Because, I'll, yeah, but my whole thing is that she was left to defend... It's Phil Collins. <laughs> it's always Phil Collins. Uh, but she Sasso was the one Boombox. that was left... She, she sent... She sent... Um, uh, Apocalypse with Krakoa to Earth to d- to defend on that end to get Earth ready, and she stayed behind with uh, Arako, and her mission was to defeat the demons at all cost. And how do you defeat something better than just subjugating them? Becoming their leader. Becoming their leader. Yeah. I was I was talking to it at work. It's like oh, it's like when when uh, Daredevil became the leader of the hand to, you know, to like mm-hmm. how do you if you can't beat them literally join no them. One wants to remember uh, that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Shadowland. Everyone remembers Shadowland. Uh, anywho. No, I take it back. It's Peter Gabriel. <laughs> nice. Because oh, Peter God. Gabriel yeah, is... We... Uh, never mind. <laughs> I got the joke. I was going to say got, he's didn't... Phil Collins' Wario, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, is, like the, is Phil like... Collins the Waluigi? <laughs> but kind of how like we were talking about... like. Genesis. Where's Phil Collins' tennis? <laughs> <laughs> Phil Collins' tennis. Genesis I'd, tennis. I'd play. Oh my god! Like they paint, like Apocalypse is like for as badass and powerful as he is in the world that we know. He's he was the one that they chose because he was the one that didn't necessarily. He wasn't needed there because yeah. of Genesis. Okay. Can I just read how people. fucking badass this is? So this is their exchange. This is Genesis. We will seal the breach. Arako will hold as long as we stand, as long as we breathe. Watch us, Insabanur. We will show you what a mutant does for their people. And he says, I want to go with you. And she says, not yet. We both know you can't, my love. You're not strong enough. Fucking crazy. Like a fuck. Of all people, a pop. Of all people? Yeah, well, yeah, who is strong yeah. enough? You know, like, and that's when, she, and that's when, like, you know, a couple more lines go through, and then that's when she gives him his imperative and says, uh, so, um, you know, judge them so that they, that you become what we need. See that only the fittest remain. So that's just been apocalypse of shit. It's just uh, Hickman doing whole, what he does best. And, it's and motivation re- for his entire character and it fits yeah. so perfectly. Yeah. And it's just, it's just Hickman giving that depth the, uh, to a character that already had that pre-built in like plot, you know, oh, yeah. it's so good. Dude, it's we All also get to about. find out how heavy Apocalypse's sword is. God damn. God damn. Oh, it's also gets... it's also uh Dude, imbued with eternal though? sadness external. and like bro same. <laughs> external sadness. I was just about bro to say same. same. Yeah. <laughs> Him going to get it though, like talk about cool guys don't look at explosions, man. Like, this <laughs> shit was fucking 
Like, cool guys don't look at the pyramids when he fucking decimates them with a dude. single blow. Oh my god, it was so awesome. It ties back into yeah, well, the, uh, the story um, and from the black issues, the backup. Uh, yeah, because it, it... Well, the funny part about this is that he's going to the tombs of what he thought was, like, his original for his children. Yeah. yeah, he thought that this was a shrine to his dead children. And come to find out that not only is that a lie, uh, that they also have betrayed him. And so he's just like, no mercy. Because he, he buried the sword. He split. He broke the sword and buried it yep. with his children, uh, with the tombs of and his so children. I, I, and, uh, I read that whole part as just like, man, these pyramids used to be cool. And now they're just like tourist <laughs> traps. It's all it bullshit. All, it used to be about the death. And now it's just... You know, we've lost the spirit of what it means. You know, yeah. Spirit of Christmas is dead. (laughs) Right now, it's it's all about greeting cards, and you know, (laughs) it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said, but now I know that uh, this one is a monument to the living, and it angers me. (laughs) You know, you don't like Blue Dead when he's mad. Yeah, that's a great Blue Dead. Grandpappy Apocalypse is mad. He is mad. Dude, uh, this is what? Apocalypse yeah. has more nicknames than there are X Men at this point. <laughs> well, there's also uh, <laughs> he has more nicknames than he does blue lips. Yeah. He's only got two, two blue lips. <laughs> two, he's just just two blue. It's just two blue. <laughs> just lips. two blue lips. <laughs> anyway, so we have nine contenders now, right? Well, no, we have eight, eight. We have because eight. so as he 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 fucking decimates the. Uh, the pyramid and and resurrects his sword as as cool guys don't look at at pyramids falling. Can't, can't and then yeah. uh, Gorgon Gorgon is uh, I never know how to pronounce his name because I've only ever read it. Gorgon is uh, on the ship waiting for him to like come back with his sword and he's like, looks like a sharp blade. And then he's apocalypse. Holy shit! He's like, it is. Now watch me wield it. Dude, it's like, like yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking yeah. So, fucking, so fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> just start shredding, man. Just start it's screaming. Awesome. It's so cool. But yeah, so then he he marches up into the sigil, and we know Gorgon is, is the ninth sword. Well, ninth uh, and He's tenth. got... In the, well, what's the tenth? Grass cutter Eye and boy. god killer. But who has the tenth? Eye boy. I, I boy. Beak. Beak. Give my boy Beak a sword. So, yeah, ah, so we know well, Gorgon's ten swords. Gorgon's going to yeah. fight both. <laughs> Gorgon, yeah, he's just gonna—he's gonna, gonna dual wield. Yeah. What if Gorgon <laughs> like, loses one fight and, and like then can't Masashi. fight with the other one? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, so we know the sword names, we just don't know the wielder. All yeah, the Gorgon is yet. definitely one because Gorgon's got the—I forget if he's got the grass cutter or the god killer. I think he's got the god killer, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, all I'm from sure. Hick, old Hickman lore. And that was from da- Shield, a, right? Uh, data page in it about it too. Is it Shield yeah. or is it Secret Warriors? Yes. Okay. It's I'm a little I disappointed that it's not just ten Madroxes. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> but, <laughs> or a bunch of Ice Hulks. No, let's not bring that back. Ooh, I, what if it's ice Amazing Hulk. Baby? Yeah. If it's the Warwolf. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> amazing. It's baby. that. It's that Chinese that. guy that has the same powers as Multiple Man called Collective Man or whatever. Oh, collectible uh, man. I don't know. Collectible man That's against all character. odds, it's gonna be Jaro from DC. <laughs> oh, it's fucking Superman. Jaro! Forgot about Superman Jaro. is the is the tenth. <laughs> yeah, they just get Superman. Or it's just Jimmy Olsen. 
dude, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, I think it's cool. And then, yeah. So, I love how all these lead up is we've only have half of the swords now, too. Like, well, we've... we have half of we have the X Men half. Right, we have one half. of the. Oh, we know one of the of, of the other. Yeah, because we yeah. know Muramasa, the uh, bad dude right, who's fighting Wolverine. Wolverine. We know him, right. but that's right. And we know it, it just oh, based Saul. on like teasers. We know a couple of the other ones. Like we know that. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't see any of these, which is great because I'm surprised every time. Okay, well it. then I won't tell I'm you sorry, if you're if a, you're off so X awesome. Twitter, then I won't it's spoil the. <laughs> dude, I would read that. Yes. Like, it'd be so stupid, but it'd be hilarious. I, I know a few people who that book would be absolutely for. And right, right. I'm one of them. And they're gotta, all on this podcast. You gotta podcast. read the Multiple yeah. Man miniseries, where it's just Days of Future Past, but it's all him. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that was before we we had the podcast. That book was so good. Yeah, I oh do remember God. that. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I don't know if yeah, I... Yeah, that's my I boy that. Matt Rosenberg kid's just killing it with Jamie Magix. Nice. Yeah, I don't know if yeah, I read that, that one. He actually tweeted the other day where someone tweeted at him and was just like, you don't get enough credit for reuniting uh, Cyclops and Wolverine. And he's like, I don't get enough credit for reuniting Madrox with Madrox. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. I, again, this is like the perfect event for X-Men. This was such a great issue, I thought. Um, yeah, this is peak Hickman. This was just so good. Just be it a fucking. It was probably badass. one of my favorites of the week. I just everything about. I have it. actually. Can I? Can I hot take for you for a second? I've never cared about apocalypse really. Um, I. I. I, I take have. it all back. <laughs> apocalypse is my favorite mutant now. <laughs> what have you read with? Only her? after. Only after Pog or Pog. That's the other thing yeah, we haven't you? seen or heard from Pog or Pog yet, and yeah, I'm still well, convinced that, that, us that to... it's going to suck, and I'm going to be disappointed. Bullshit. Fuck you. But that brings us to Next week? this week's comics. So one of this week's comics that's huge that's, is Ten of Swords Stasis, and that's where we're going to get a lot of the other side of everything. That That's going to be a big fast-forward button so we can get to the actual fighting. So you can I think so. I think I, if I had to guess, it's going to be yeah. here's all the people, here's all their swords, here's their sigil, Let's and potentially who they're fighting. That, um, yeah. So it's going to be a $40 issue is what you're saying? Basically. <laughs> It'll be lot. worth every fucking penny because it's going like to be the first appearance words. of Pogger Pog. Yeah. That'll <laughs> truly put the uh, the 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 ten of words to the test. Yeah, it's just going to be the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> it's just another handbook for yeah. like six easy payments of thirty nine ninety five. And I'm going to deliver it to you door to door personally. <laughs> yeah, you got to get your workout. Yeah, so that's uh-huh. coming out. Um, <laughs> Sex Criminal sixty nine. <laughs> nice. Which is um, funny because it's. Like the fortieth issue, which is hilarious. No, it's like the 29th or something. <laughs> which is so, they just <laughs> they fast forward it. It's a, literally it's a it, it's in the future. Fast yeah, forward. I think it's I I'm gonna it's a it's this a is brilliant the finale, right. Yeah, it's the last it's, issue. It's a brilliant epilogue uh, mechanic. Yeah. Um. By our also, autumnal autumnal number autumnal? two comes out. Yeah, autumnal. Casey's favorite. <laughs> that is yep. such a yeah. cool book. I, I I've been it's looking really forward. Yeah, to I'm that. excited for issue two. Ah, oh, blue and green, Rom V's yeah, that book. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, someone else d- else has to do a Tom Null because blue and green is. So, I'm so fucking hyped for that book. Maybe, uh, yeah. If evidently Stasis he wrote it. Out, it could be a top evidently pick. he wrote it um, Im- improv style, they wrote where him and the page. artist didn't. Yeah. They didn't know the whole plot. They were doing it page by page. That's, That's crazy. So, yeah. Uh, looks like uh, Justice League Dark comes out. Another oh. Rom V. Guys, record breaking. Stop 11. it. Uh. 
Oh, coming out next this week. This is an 11 month old joke, and I and fucking love it. It's still funny. <laughs> Probably um, even longer because that was before the shutdown. I mean, that was true. like uh, our second episode when yeah. I talked about Spawn. It was 300, yeah. Um, Hellblazer. Uh, Colonel, Colonel Weird Cog- Cosmogog. I'm in. I, That's oh, Black yeah. I just like that combination of words. It's, it's in the, the Black series Hammer. of things that you haven't read. <laughs> it's in the Black Hammer universe. Oh, uh, so it'll take Gosh. an hour to explain. Got it. You got it. Yeah. Uh, Hellblazer, Strange Academy's out, which is cool. Um, speaking of uh, taking an hour to, to explain, Department of Truth, number two. Oh, boy. I don't know if we're ready for that yet. <laughs> oof. Oh. <laughs> like, if you really want to if you want to say oof, the, there's a 1 in 25 variant that's a, 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 a ghoul cutting open a baby. And huh. it's going for like $400 on eBay. No, I'm good. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Well, it's QAnon bullshit. It's like... Uh, yeah, of a, course. Oh. Yeah, well. like that that, th- that like conspiracy theory that uh, celebrities eat babies. Anyway, well, so add it to not, my poll. I want to burn it. I'm so not it. jealous of the research he had to do for that book. I oh, know. Seriously. Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a fucking... Like, he's doing the hard work so we don't have to. For every interesting thing, I'm sure there's like 10 things that make you want to rip your hair out. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah which is why he wrote the book because he's like, I can't take this shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. Same, though. Uh, oh, man. There's a Geiga, the new vault book. I'm um, about to... Uh, looks amazing looks good huge book for adam the last ronin oh yeah that comes out next week oh, that's got to be a top story calling it in advance yeah. that is going to be uh, a big fucking deal heavy number two wind what's well, a fuck big, dude it's a big week it's a this really a big really week. good week we're just gonna have to just read a list to you guys hey, remember how we said the shows are shorter fuck you it's yeah. the, the next week is gonna be <laughs> also huge. X- x-ray robot comes out <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna have to cut people's mics. Like this is like the last presidential debate yeah. where we're just gonna have to fucking cut people off. Absolutely, unkindness of ravens is out. Like everything oh. we're reading is coming out next week. Oh my God. Well, so much for this new format, guys. Yep. Sorry, guys. We tried. <laughs> also, if you really want to lose your minds, the Jimmy Olsen graphic novel is also oh, out. Seriously, yes. if 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 you've been kind of blipping in and out of our conversation of Jimmy Olsen, now's your chance to put that whole thing in your brain in one sitting. And I've lost my mind since I read it, and I haven't found it. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe it this will help back. you find it. I, I'm jealous yeah. of anyone who gets to just read through that for the first time in one sitting. Cause mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm i going to try. I'm going to force sell that to so many people. Dude, you're going to sell just, every copy you have in the store. I already I know can't it. wait. They're like, wait, why are you <laughs> ringing me up for this trade? It's like, no, it's okay. Trust. Don't worry. You'll like it. You'll be it's fine. It's fine. Just, just. You're gonna be back here next Wednesday, and you're gonna be thanking me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so this is gonna be a huge week. So we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> so that's it. We did it. That's a new episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's it for uh, for last week's comics. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Again, that's at last week's comics. Um, th- uh, consider supporting us on Patreon. That's duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, you're going to support not only us, but a whole bunch of other podcasts that you should be listening to. Uh, go to duelinggenre.com. Check out what we got to offer. Um, yeah. And uh, please, uh, as always, support your local comic shop any way you can. If you can go visit them in person safely, do that. Wear, uh, wear a mask over your gross, disgusting face. Um <laughs> Yeah, get out there, buy some comics, and uh, we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.